Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host Silwan. Great to have you with me today on Monday. Hopefully it'll be another great start to the week. Over the weekend, I became sort of enamored by a discussion that took place on the Pilgrim's Odyssey Facebook page over one of my last episodes. In the description of the episode about Father Roman Braga, I had the name of the monastery he retired to, the Dormition of the Mother of God. And a couple of well-meaning Christians got into an argument about it. The main point of contention was someone, no doubt, some sort of evangelical or independent sort of Bible church, was upset at the idea of Mother the God. How could you say that? And there was a discussion about how, well, you know, if you believe in the Trinity and Jesus is part of the Trinity, God in three persons, and Jesus had a mother, well, to call her mother of God, to honor her, that's all you mean. Well, it went on and on and on. I digress. Maybe I'll have a whole program about that sometime. But anyway, in the midst of that, as happens on social media, when you talk about religion, an atheist thought they would butt their head in to the discussion. And they put a whole bunch of memes on there, you know, pictures with text over them. I think the last one was, uh, you know, I'm not going to take the time to discuss whether God exists with Christians because I'd have to use crayons, you know, something like that. But anyway, it got me thinking, you know, why do I believe in God? And I think sometimes we don't share that enough. Sometimes I think we're afraid to share why we believe in God because maybe we haven't thought it through like we should or maybe we've just always accepted it and never really thought it through. But I think it's an important thing because I think people that don't believe, especially in today's age, want to know why do people believe? Are there good reasons for it? You know, do you just do it because your parents did it or have you thought it through? I want to share a story today about one of the reasons I believe. Because if we're honest about our faith, you know, some of us maybe at a young age come to a very deep-seated, grounded faith, but some of us take time. I was one of those people that took time. It was when we had our oldest child, Isaac, baptized. Now, I believed at the time, and I thought I believed pretty deeply. But until this happened, and I actually believed deeply, I didn't really know what that meant. So at the time, we were going to a monastery a lot, and we asked the priest at the monastery if he'd baptize Isaac, and we asked one of the monks there to be his godfather, and the monks were a creative bunch, and my wife and I are a creative couple, and we thought, wouldn't it be cool to baptize Isaac in the ocean? That's right, in the ocean. We were living in California. At the time, our house was at Half Moon Bay, just south of San Francisco, right on the ocean, so one day, the monks met us down by our house, and we just started driving down the one. We really weren't even sure where in the ocean we were going to baptize this little baby. So we drove and drove and drove, and you know, any of you that have been out there, you don't really have to get that far south of San Francisco down the one to start getting pretty remote. And if you drive for an hour or two, it gets really remote. 
So we're driving along, ocean along the way, looking for the right spot. You know, most of the way, the way down there, not really a good place to get out and get in the ocean. Well, all of a sudden, it's like this big, broad beach. And it's almost like this little lake right inland from the ocean where the ocean had come over the beach, had created this big, huge body of water. And when you were in it at a particular time of day, it was directly connected to the ocean. Huge expanse of sand and beach, big pool of water. And we're like, you know what? That'll be a good place. Water is calm. It was actually deeper than we thought when we got in. It was almost it was over our waist. So we get out. We must have been a sight. I can't remember what the monks were driving. We were in the old Volvo station wagon we had bought from the monks. Thing must have been 15 years old. Well, we all get out. It's my wife and I and little Isaac and the monks, and we head off to the beach, and we head off to this water, and we wade in. Now, as we're doing this, as we're approaching where we're going to have the service, overhead, where the sky was just filled with seagulls. I mean hundreds of seagulls in the sky, floating all over us, just like you'd see anywhere along the beach there. And they're floating around, flying in the skies. We're all getting ready. And then as if on cue, as if they were the choir, but the opposite of a choir, where a choir sings, they decided to be silent. We enter the water with our priest, with little Isaac, to baptize him. And I mean every seagull in sight lands on that water. Drops down from the sky. There ain't a bird flying in the air as far as you can see. They are all either sitting on the beach or sitting on the water, floating. So we go through the service, and any of y'all that have been to a Eastern Orthodox baptism service, there ain't nothing short about it. So probably 45 minutes later, we're done. Now, the entire time, those birds sat and watched on the beach, on the water. Didn't move, didn't fly away. Not a one. Shortly into the service, I noticed it. And every once in a while, I look around, and there was nothing. We get done with the service. Little Isaac is now the newly illumined. Every one of those white birds flies up into the air in unison. Every one of them together flies up into the air and flies away. And in that moment, I said to myself, I believe. I will never not believe. Never, as long as I live. Now, again, I had faith before that. It wasn't like necessarily before that I didn't believe or I was searching. I think a lot of times miracles and answers like that come from unexpected places. I didn't go there that day looking for a sign. I didn't go there that day looking for a miracle. I just went there that day looking for a cool place to baptize my young son. Yet I received one. And my wife received one. And those monks received one. And our little Isaac, who's now big Isaac, received one. I just wish an infant had a memory so he could remember what had happened. But I'll never forget it. And that's why I believe. That's why I believe. Of course, what's tough about that, you know, 
can't really post that on a Facebook page. You can't really use that as definitive proof to somebody else. You know, believe me, I was there. Really, it really happened. But no one can take that away from me. No, no argument from an atheist can make me believe that that didn't happen, that I imagined it because it happened. I was there. It was real. But that's faith, isn't it? It's something so deep that no one can take it away from you. Yet, in many ways, it's personal. It's inexplicable for each one of us. You know, it's moments like that that I called this podcast The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Because I truly believe life was meant to be an adventure for each of us. That if we make it a journey of exploration and faith and love and mystery and spirituality, as the Rolling Stones might say, we might not always get what we want but we'll always seem to get what we need. Little did I know that in the many years since then, I I would need a moment like that. That there would be tough times, dark times, times that I would question God, I would question my faith, and I could look back to that and go, yes, that's what it is. Now, a word of warning, don't, don't go searching for miracles. If you go searching for miracles, I don't even think you find them. Miracles don't happen because you go looking for them. Miracles happen because you live your life in a way that you allow their possibility. You take the blinders off. They're going on all around us. We just can't see them. You see, the way my wife and I were living at the time was very simple and it was very focused. It was work. It was church. It was each other. Now, it wasn't easy. Heck, our marriage at the time wasn't easy. But it was focused. We were both open to the possibility. And our faith was simple. What does God want me to do? How does God want me to pray? How do we want to live our life? We weren't looking for miracles, but we were focused on God. And being focused on God, God gave us that moment of the blinders being lifted from our eyes. And we were able to see something that is real, yet inexplicable. Something that is real, yet touching a divine that you, it's hard to express. That's what I would encourage you to do. Last week, if you, if you didn't have a chance to listen to him, listen. If you ran through him quickly, maybe listen to him again. Even some of the earlier podcasts on prayer. The point of faith is not to ask for miracles or you know, you got some tests coming up and you want God to be there to give you an A. Now, I'm not going to tell you not to pray for that stuff. But the point of faith is to draw closer to God. And when you draw closer to God, you take the blinders off. And when you take the blinders off, things are revealed and you see things that were always there. You just couldn't see. You weren't aware of. You weren't transparent enough with yourself to see the things that God might have you live. And then, at an unexpected moment, at an unexpected time, God gives you something you could have never imagined, and it stays with you forever. And it reminds you why you believe. So in those dark moments, 
when you feel like God isn't present, in those dark moments where you feel like your prayers aren't being answered, in those dark moments when you feel like you're walking alone, in those dark moments where you're listening to the arguments on the internet and they're impacting what you believe, you can think back and go, no, 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 that was real. That happened. That's faith. God is real if we'll just open ourselves up to it. Now, this is going to be a bold statement, but I think more than anything, the reason I started this podcast is I want people to have moments like that. I want people to have moments where the birds stop when they hit the ground. I want people to have moments when they're in the forest and they're praying and a deer approaches. And it's not a deer and you're not a human. You're just two beings in nature and you understand each other. I want people to have moments like that. That's life. That's what this journey should be about. That's what life should be about. That's why I want you to believe in God. It's not some intellectual argument. I don't care about winning. I don't even get into those arguments much anymore. There's no purpose to them. I want you to have moments like the birds on the ocean water at my son's baptism when they stopped for 45 minutes as we consecrated that young child to God. And when we were done and he was illumined and we were illumined, They flew away. They created a parade in the sky. They put an indelible memory in my brain of what real life is if we'll only open our eyes and follow God. That is why I believe. Now, there's a lot more other reasons why I believe, but they all kind of flow from that same one. More stories I could tell you, and I will someday. More lines of logic I could explain to you, and I will someday. But they all lead to that one. The birds stopped for Isaac, and I want them to stop for you. So until next time, my friends, aim high. Spread your wings just like those birds on that California beach so many years ago. And keep your eyes on the things that matter. I'm your host, Silouan. Until next time, peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.